Coming up on Mobile Learning in the Classroom, fake news and urban legends. Hi, my name is Guy Trainin, and this is Mobile Learning in the Classroom from TechEdge and today I'm excited and a little bit bored to talk to you about fake news and urban legends. So the internet is fantastic, we can find lots of things in it and social media is fantastic and we can use it in multiple positive ways but with all of that comes also a huge amount of urban legends that keep circulating around the internet, fake news and other things. And part of our role as teachers and parents is to help kids and ourselves realize what's real and what's not. And the main challenge here is to remember that it's not just kids that have a hard time with this. Adults have a hard time with this. So we all need resources and we all need to constantly be vigilant about what we're seeing and who created it where it was created, where did we get it, and can we trust it. A few resources that we can use as teachers. The first one, it comes from ISTE, and this is the Digital Citizenship Guide. Uh, you can download it and you can use it to really help guide students and also provide the guidelines for yourself. Again, many of us teachers did not grow up with the internet being so all-encompassing so it is important to remember that we need to think and to teach about this and not just to avoid using it so that's one way to do it the second resource and this is a resource I always go to when I have a problem with digital citizenship or I want more information and that is common sense media and common sense media uh, had this in their parenting media and everything in between section how to spot fake news and teach kids to be media savvy and it has the uh, fantastic little video five ways to spot fake news we have something similar on the ISTE website and a few others so these are worth sharing with kids as well you just have to check that it's appropriate for the grade level you're working with they also have lots of resources embedded into this article and the big questions who wrote it what was the target audience did somebody pay for it uh, who might be who might benefit or be harmed by it uh, what was left out and things like that and of course the question of uh, looking at the credibility of the people creating it so this is a fantastic resource from common sense media it's short it's punchy and if you want to start thinking about how I might go about it this is a great way to start that uh, after those two, there's a specific project called Project Look Sharp, and Project Look Sharp helps do the same thing in a more organized way across multiple domains. So you can see that they've got curriculum kits and lesson plans for educators uh, in media literacy, in health, in US history, in psychology, in aging, in science and environment. So you, depending on what you teach, can get a kit that's specifically tailored to your needs and to the things you're teaching, helping kids figure out how you source things appropriately. And we have to remember that we let a lot of our media specialists slash librarians do this work, but we really need to do this in every class because when we're teaching something about the environment or teaching something about science, we want kids to be able to read it for themselves, to do a search online, but then to be able to evaluate the sources. And so these are fantastic. There are videos, there are news and events. You can uh, 
participate. You can see how it maps into the Common Core state standards. So lots of resources here, including the DIY guide, which I found really, really useful. So lots of information here that you can share with colleagues. As far as directly checking things, so um, I went on an urban legends website and picked up an urban legend that had something to do with the president of South Africa, Zuma. I was just in South Africa, so I was interested. It said that he was buying the most expensive plane in the world just for his personal use. And there were photos, so I can, I can actually show you this. Uh, this is the president and this is the plane and this is what it looks like on the inside. They're all real photos, except that what you find out after you read this that it's mostly false. Uh, so I went to the Snopes website, which is a fantastic website. You can search by the person or the website or the story you're talking about it. And then you can see that they rate these things as mostly false, completely false, or mostly true. So they've got the scale. This story is mostly false. Yes, Zuma is the president of South Africa. Yes, he was trying to buy a plane. Not he was not trying to buy the most expensive plane in the world. The pictures were from a totally different website, from a totally different uh, provider, and not anything to do with what he was doing. And he eventually scrapped his plan to buy any kind of plane and is using his old plane. So all of this is laid out here very, very clearly. So I love Snopes.com. You can access it on your device or use a Chromebook or anything like that. It works really, really well. Another uh, place to do this kind of work uh, is factcheck.org. Factcheck.org is mostly aimed at the political news and the world news that are around. So they are more specific. They talk about the environment, they talk about different industries and things that have to do with uh, the government and trying to improve transparency, but also to refute false stories. And what you can see uh, on uh, factcheck.org uh, is that you can again look for any of these uh, news and then get an evaluation of, uh, of what it is. And this, is, this has got nothing to do with right or left. So for example, here is their criticism on an environmental group that make an, made an ad against uh, uh, the Bush administration in 2001. This is an old story, but again, they were making a false claim and this uh, website was uh, calling them on that and uh, scoring them as mostly false. And this comes from the Annenberg Public Policy Center. So it's an area that you trust. And one of my favorite things is, again, spotting bogus claims online on social media and on websites. This is a very quick guide to a few of the things that you want to ask yourself as you're seeing and the things that they're seeing most common. It's not the only way you can do that, but this is a, this is a way to do that. And then they've got in the viral spiral, they're talking about the stories that are, uh, are most commonly shared that are false and they give the explanation to all of those. So this is called factcheck.org and it's a way to, again, have students and ourselves be able to check and see what's right and what's uh, not. A similar thing is done by uh, the Sunlight Foundation that's aiming to make government transparent. So. Uh, today on mobile learning in the classroom, we talked about different ways that we can help our students be better consumers of information, especially in the age of the internet and social media where things get circulated and you don't know their source. You, it's hard to evaluate. So lots of tools available out there and lots of discussions that have to be made. 
and I'll see you next time on Mobile Learning in the Classroom.